Hello. Hey. Hey, 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 buddy. How? Oh, nice. I got you in the recline today. That's right, baby. I'm starting off slow. Are you in Betty Bye? Well, I'm lying on the I'm lying on the bed. <laughs> so, in response to my yes or no question, are you in the Betty Bye? The well, answer I'm not is in yes. The bed. I'm on the bed. <laughs> in the bed implies you. You I'm... have issue with my preposition use. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> As you so often do. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Right. Uh, That's great. That's really nice. Is is it a slow start because you haven't had your morning Joe? What's going on? I don't have my morning Joe until around 5 p.m. usually. (laughs) Just to ensure that you won't be able to sleep? I am horrible sleep, especially like... (laughs) beginning once i get there i'm usually okay but right and i'll tell you sometimes my eyes are just darting around (laughs) hillary do you feel this intense nervous energy all of a sudden (laughs) it is nervous and it is energy (laughs) well don't worry listeners none of that energy will be apparent in this podcast oh no i'm i'm dragging (laughs) we have a dragger who's literally on bed right now he's not in bed importantly he's on bed right now (laughs) i'm dragging (laughs) such a critical distinction to make um (laughs) it's great to see you um i'm 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 still reeling from the fun we had on on christmas me, me too, buddy. I wish, I, I, as you said, I wish we were still just drinking prosecco and just drinking prosecco. And you're right, just maybe, maybe love it or list it was on. Didn't really matter. You could no. put any of them on. We're just having a nice time, right? Um, you know, and if 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 you ever wanted to sop up some of the prosecco, eh, go have a mini quiche. Right. There's still somehow twelve <laughs> left, even though it feels like. You've been eating them for eight hours. <laughs> Have another mini quiche. <laughs> I, I strongly can I tell you this? I now strongly prefer the cheese. Oh, Before, they are vastly superior. Preference, but yeah. yeah. No, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on team cheese. I I I thought from the jump I'd be a spinach guy, but it's just not the case. They're flavorless yeah. relative to that three cheese. <laughs> now I'm sure. I'm sure the calorie content on the three cheese is somehow, <laughs> in spite of them each being about one bite's worth of food, like three to four hundred calories more in that cheese. It's truly remarkable. I had no idea quiches packed such a punch. Oh, Simon. It's it's a hard truth to learn, but um, <laughs> your, your, your body learns it and never forgets it. <laughs> Oh boy, that, that quiche is a it's a young man's game. It certainly is. It certainly is, and I feel like I miss my because I was not a, a young uh, as a young person a quiche fan. No, right? You would be yes. You were that, that was far too like uh, I don't know flying starry or whatever. exactly exactly. I didn't want to go with my mom and her friends to get quiche. Thank you very much. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, Youth is wasted on the young, Simon. <laughs> you could be having quiche with your yeah, mom. Come on. Stop doing drugs and having sex and start eating a ton of quiche. <laughs> There'll be plenty of time for both of those things. <laughs> the window for quiche is closing rapidly. Right. Um, all right. I think it's time because I, I, I want to keep this under an hour because the alternate side of the parking ends at one. And I think there's a good <laughs> chance I could get a prime Monday spot at, w- but I gotta be off by one. So we're going to keep this thing. Listeners snap, snap, snappy. As you can tell by our little quiche aside, <laughs> we are going to stay laser focused on That's nets right. and nets only today. That's right. Um, so why don't you welcome people back? Folks, you better welcome back to another episode of Maybe Next Time. I am your host, William Booth, my co-host, Simon McCormack. Nets Nation, you say you want a resolution. Well, 
Uh, we are back as we are each and every... Before I tell people what we're back each and every week relentlessly doing, uh, have you watched that Beatles documentary that everyone's talking about? No. Uh-uh. Do you want to watch that Beatles documentary? No. Yeah, same. A hundred percent same I... feeling on that. It's like eight hours. Oh, boy. Is it a Ken Burns or something? No, it's not a Ken Burns. I don't know who made it. Um, And what is new about it? Is it just a general look back? No, I think it's like how they I don't remember I don't know what song it is, but basically like how they picked up some song once they were super famous, Ono was involved at this point. It's sort of towards the end. Okay. And, the, and like a song they'd written when they were much younger and they sort of like reworked it into a song and it shows like them essentially doing song development at sort of like the peak of their creative and artistic powers. Interesting. Um which does sound not somewhat no, not worth hours. not worth eight hours, and also <laughs> no, no thing in existence more epitomizes boomerism, right, than, yeah. the, than the Beatles. So yes. yeah, it's not something uh, I care to go into. That said, we are back as we are each and every unrelenting week to talk all things. Nets Nation and exclusively Nets Nation. As always, we have a busy show that is in spite of three of the last four Nets games being postponed. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. The one game that has played was played by people who will not be Nets for much longer. Right. Well, and the Laker game. But well, the Laker game, that's the game I'm talking about. Oh, that's you're referring to. Well, there was also that magic game. Oof, that was. Oh, right. Uh, that that's truly. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot that that even happened. Um, honestly. Yeah. Uh, can't unclear. Oh, well, anyway, not a lot's actually happening in this nation, but we will talk about all of that before we do so, however, and we are going to do this rapidly because it's in the it's in the title. We're going to do some rapid fire questions, some icebreakers, Simon. We got to loosen you up. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Some calisthenics. <laughs> these these questions are, are best answered on bed. Um, <laughs> first question. Do you like pistachio ice cream? Uh Yes and no. Sorry, this is already going to be a long one. Get, get, kiss that parking spot goodbye. I'm because... just watching as as Honda Accord after Honda Accord <laughs> slide seamlessly into my spot. <laughs> oh, boy, that's a perfect mid-size. <laughs> oh, um, man, that thing was made for a sedan. Maybe a Corolla could fit in this one, but you can really stretch out in that can- in that. Um, uh, a court. Okay. No, my answer is yes because I do like like if someone were like here you want some pistachio ice cream I would definitely say yes, but it is certainly not one of my favorite flavors. Right. Okay. It's not a favorite. No, it's not a favorite. Exactly. It's not a favorite. Exactly. Which former net, obviously yeah. of the modern era, you can't say Doctor J. Uh, <laughs> do you most wish were on this Nets team? Former net, uh, I'll say Jared Allen. Yeah, I think that's pr- a pretty safe, safe answer. I guess the other ones would be Levert or D'Angelo. Yeah, um, Spencer. Spencer has been truly awful. I'm gonna have a segment coming up. I'm gonna spoil this. Oh. Not not today, but um, in a few weeks, and it's gonna be called Bitterness Bungalow. <laughs> and it's going to be me breaking down D'Angelo Russell season versus Spencer Dinwiddie season just to show all the people like all the dunk Don, et cetera, folks were like, Spencer Dinwiddie's incredible. I can't believe he's the best point guard on the Nets. He's blah, 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 blah. A few years ago, uh, to, just to show people when they both have the run of a team, uh, how much better one of them is than the other one. Uh, spoiler alert. Spencer Dinwiddie stinks, just as I knew he always would if he ever had a team. <laughs> he was always such a hypothetical thing. He wasn't ever actually good. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, and this is not bitterness bungalow, Simon. That's for another right. day. Um, which Times Square restaurant would you most want to go to before watching the ball drop? Oh, great question. Um, I guess for the lobster. 
Yeah, because that's that's like the lightest. If you had Olive Garden, right, you'd probably just want to go home and and sit down. But if you just had some lovely seafood, some light, flaky, you know, haddock floating around in you, <laughs> you could stand up and watch that ball drop for hours. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, final one. Who's your favorite of the new look nets? So these are guys we got on 10 days. These are oh, two ways. Oh, I these are like, I don't know, Kevin Durant? No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you, is your favorite current net the, the guy who's the only reason we're at all relevant? Or would you pick Langston Galloway? Like I've chosen to answer this question. Right, right. Um, of the new 10 days, I really haven't. I mean, I guess David Duke, if you count him, do you count him? Because he was a two. No, he's too legit. He's too established. Okay. okay. We're all Duke heads at this point. Right, right. I mean, who doesn't like an 11 rebound a game guard? Right. Um, I, I guy gets after it for those O rebounds. <laughs> um, I guess I would say Langston Galloway, though. I think he's the only one who's played. Got any PT, yeah. Yeah, they've managed to sign a lot of these guys. Yeah, I'm most excited to see Winyan Gabriel, but uh, <laughs> but I think for now we have to give it to Langston since he has formally logged minutes. Right. I, I, I'm imagining the scene from um, 10 Things I Hate About You where she says, I like my Skechers, but I love – or whatever she says, the two products. Right. You like Langston Gal. <laughs> <laughs> love – or or the same same uh, character from that show when she says she knows you can be underwhelmed and you can be overwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Right. I feel like Langston Galloway is someone you can definitely just be whelmed, whelmed by. Whelmed by Langston Galloway. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. Those are the end of my rapid fire, Simon. Christmas Day game, Nick Claxton, alley-oop dunk on LeBron James. This is maybe the most viral moment. <laughs> Certainly in Nets Nation, uh, yeah. I think throughout the NBA. Oh, okay. Uh, it was definitely the NBA Instagram account posted it, and mm. it got a lot of play. Any takeaways from what was admittedly a um, heavily depleted Christmas Day game for both sides? Right. Um Glad to see James Harden did reasonably well, although I will point out for all of the hype around him, he did shoot his season average 40%, but um, which is not great. Took 25 shots, uh, but but he looked he looked from from what we saw and then from watching like highlights uh, and the little game recap thing. Um, I think he looked good, and it's clear that even though. You know, Nick Claxton is not, like, a great I, – I don't feel anyway. I don't think he's a great um, pick-and-roll partner. I think he's fine. Like, even just having him is, like, such an improvement for for Harden. Yes. He definitely needs – he needs at least one rim runner. He needs yeah. his Capella. And right now, the only person who can even vaguely be that on this team is um, Clax. Yes. There was a, some comment – that I saw by Harden post game about how they essentially ran that play for Claxton, the, the play before and yeah. LeBron had deflected it. So he just ran it again and threw the ball higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having a guy who you can just throw the ball higher to is just something <laughs> that is like unthinkable yes. for most people who've yes. ever played basketball. You're not like out there playing pickup and you're like, all right, uh, Seth Seth missed that oop last time. I guess I'll throw it to him higher. <laughs> You're usually just playing with a bunch of landlocked, you know, guys well, like yourself. Well, and forget about pickup basketball. Play it with your your NBA nets. Right. And be like, yeah, Aldridge did LA didn't get up for that one, but <laughs> Right. Or Paul Millsap, Millsap. Or, or Blake even were like the ultimate those right. two are real ground unless unless you can box out an alley oop, Paul Millsap can't do it. <laughs> He's all fundamentals at this point. He's all fundamentals. Do you think 
our statement victory over the Lakers on their <laughs> home court on Christmas Day rockets us back up to the favorite to win the championship status? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that by any chance because they were blown up by 30 points by the Spurs two days before they lost to us? <laughs> yeah, and we almost lost that game. Yeah. Uh, like we, yeah, we really hemorrhaged. 20 point, 20 point yeah. lead. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and, and I, I saw a good tweet that was like, cause Steve Nash said, you know, we don't win without Patty Mills, um, in that game. And somebody tweeted, I don't think they win it without where Russell Westbrook either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, he, he helps, he helps that t- team lose on a nightly basis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the funniest trades, and I would hate this trade, uh-huh. but of like the big time Kyrie Irving trades uh-huh. from a nar- like a, a meta narrative NBA p- perspective, Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving, uh-huh. re- reunite James Harden, KD, Russell Westbrook, the OKC trio, right, and right. get Kyrie and LeBron reunited. Right, right. Um, I think that that. I mean, I think we would get the by far the worst player. Um, again, someone whose availability you would you would say a knee jerk would be like, oh, that's better than Kyrie's in availability. Yeah. But then, as you just pointed out, it's not always a good thing for Russell Westbrook to be available. Right. We might we might pray for the days of only getting road games with our with our star point guard. Do you think that? Russ comes in in this scenario and and automatically assumes the role as alpha on this team. <laughs> Just barking orders. <laughs> Just like KD, Harden, you'll get about 8% usage. Russell's eating tonight. <laughs> he he likes those threes in the corner. <laughs> brick, brick. <laughs> hey, is it's like a turnover, but it doesn't count against my already <laughs> staggering number of turnovers. Exactly. Uh, no, I really, as you're sort of hinting at, I really do not want Russell Westbrook. Um, I would rather have nobody than did, Russell Westbrook. I agree. Did you did, did playing the Lakers and seeing just how awful the team that LeBron James is currently playing with, did <laughs> that make you feel any better about the Nets? Yes, I think any uh, cure for what ails you is looking is, at the Lakers. Is watching. You could be in, <laughs> a right. Could be completely unrelated. You could feel bad about like your your recent work performance. Right. Then just it's <laughs> like, oh man, oh, my boss is probably pissed at me. I'm not getting along with this coworker. I better watch a Lakers game. Right. Exactly. 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 Things could be worse. Things could be so, so much worse. You could have male model Rob Palinka running your franchise. <laughs> How did he get it so wrong? Because he did do stuff right, right? You have to say, you have to give it to him. I mean, they won a championship. They won a championship, exactly. So, like... And last and it, year, they very, very, very much could have, I right. mean, could have had a very real chance had had AD not gotten hurt in that first round. Right. What are they? What are they saying? I know. I know. We got alternate side parking, but just briefly, what? 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 How did? What? What, what did they have a brain fart? What, no, what I. Th- you know, I. Th- I think. I think basically what happened was when he took over, they had tons of tons of assets to go out and do things like get Anthony Davis and still yeah. have room to get guys like KCP and get guys like Montrez Harrell and Mark Gasol and things like that. Plus you had, you still had some rookies that they had drafted like Kuzma that were developing. Mm-hmm. Now they have no space. Russell Westbrook is making $44 million a year. Um, the rookie that they or the you know the the homegrown guy they decided to stay with is Taylor Horton Tucker, right? Instead of Alex Caruso, which they're getting mocked for, and there's just no flexibility. So when basically he has, he took a team that had a huge leg up and that it had LeBron James, and yeah. was able to to you know to his credit make something of it. But 
completely hamstrung himself to do anything going forward. Right. And so they do stupid things like when they brought Drummond in last year, which was totally superfluous. It like really pissed off Mark Gasol, who essentially just quit this year. Like they had him for another year, but he just said, I'm not going back and doing that. So they sort of go for these flashy signings and they um, then they it just doesn't make any basketball sense. Like that's what this Russell Westbrook thing is. Yeah. It's it's a big star, starry name. How could it not work? And then you watch it on the court and you're like, this is this is a disaster. Right. I, I'm good at my job. <laughs> right. Right. My performance eval is going to be better than Palinka's. <laughs> um, okay. So, Simon, you yes. sent me a headline of the week. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. Okay? Yes, thank you. Kevin Durant's comment on 13-year-old's flashy move, colon, <laughs> mean or purist chalk talk? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, a tip of the hat to the headline writer, purist chalk talk. Great expression. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, this is net income spin job on what is pretty, to me anyway, pretty much indefensible. It is like, do you want so me to set go? it up. Set up okay. what happened. Yeah. Folks, okay. So. The I don't know if it's a website or just a Twitter handle or what. I'm not an overtime guru, but overtime folks have probably seen highlights. I when I've seen them, it's like usually like people playing street ball or like often it is like young kids doing like cool stuff. Yeah. But for whatever reason, overtime they started <clears> an decided... academy too. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, where they get like uh, IP rights for all the players they get, but they're paying them like five hundred thousand dollars a year. For like high school kids, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So you know, boy, you should really be setting this up. I, you know, far more about overtime than I do. But I don't know if this is one of the guys they signed or just like a guy because they made their name by like hyping up high school guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, that makes. So sense. you're right, right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So right. So usually it's like a 12 year old kid who's just like seven feet taller than everyone they're playing, like <laughs> absolutely wrecking. <laughs> like... <laughs> that was that was me through like sixth grade. <laughs> It's like I'm a I'm gonna be the next big country, Bryant Reeves, <laughs> just ripping down backboards. <laughs> there wasn't a backboard safe in Albuquerque when I was in sixth grade. Remember when that happened? I don't know what was going on with backboards back then, but like any big man who dunked could just rip down a oh, backboard. Oh yeah, no just problem. bring it to its knees. Um. Okay. Sorry. So. So. But this clip is actually like a – it's like a blooper clip, I guess, of, again, a very young child, like a 12-year-old kid who does like a spin move at the three-point line and then like takes a three. It's a, it's a dumb shot. Um, I think most would say you could be forgiven at age 12. 13, but for yeah, same thing. Yeah. That's not for, the cutoff for me. For, for That's not the last time you can make mistakes, 12. Right. That can go all the way probably through your entire teenage years. Right. I agree. I totally agree. Um, But Overtime <clears throat> decided to post that with a thing that says, like, I don't care if this move is difficult with a barf face emoji. Um, so already questionable why you want to light up a, a child for taking a bad shot, but, um, but they did. And Kevin Durant piled on with his much bigger megaphone by saying, by re by quote tweeting that <laughs> this shit stinks or, or something like that. Just this shit sucks or something. Uh-huh. And, um, that believe it or not sort of upset this young child. When not only did, you know, surely one of the people he admires, Kevin Durant, um, uh, make fun of him, but also the fact that he did that made that clip go absolutely vi-vi-vi. Vi-vi, yeah. Um, and so millions of people, including, you know, his classmates, etc., were making fun of him. Um, and I think the question is, <laughs> why? <laughs> why right. did Kevin Durant What role... That? 
do NBA superstars need to play in shaming young teenagers? <laughs> it's a it's a cultural hot button topic that we've all been waiting to, right. to, to discuss. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's petty, it's bullying, it's completely unnecessary. Why? <laughs> like it does seem like sometimes he's just completely unaware of the impact that things he, that he tells millions of people might have. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And in that he kind of shared, I mean, he has low grade Kyrie Irving syndrome in that regard. Yeah. Um, oh, and then he also, like, after somebody pointed out, they, they, they tweeted at Kevin Durant, he's just a kid, champ. Kevin Durant, instead of saying some kind of apology or, or something, says, it's about habits, man. <laughs> so, you know, and he's right, you know, you got to develop good habits. Yeah. For instance, if you're, say, the podcasting game, you yeah. got to record on bed or don't record at all. It's about <laughs> habit building. First, middle, and last. Oh, my shoulder is killing me, man. I can't get a good position on Yeah, that. no, I can tell. You might. You should put a pillow behind your head. Yeah, watch this one, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, now that's nice. Yeah, that's living, huh? That's getting dangerously close to in bed, though, I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> Your head's where it would be when you're in bed. I'm barely working tonight. (laughs) Oh, listeners, I wish you could see what I was looking at right now. A very comfortable (laughs) co-host. All right. Well, since there have been so few games, um, we decided to do a couple fun little segments here to wrap up the year. This will be our last podcast of 2021. And uh, bring in the new year, which, I mean, we're already first in the East. How much better could it get? Maybe we could beat a good team in 2022. Yes, that would be good. That would be great. That would be great. Maybe we could get all our players back, uh, sure. you know, games not getting postponed, etc. But we are going to do a couple fun segments. First one is a Nets naughty and nice list. So we're going to go through and talk about... What in Nets Nation has been naughty this year? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then what has been nice in Nets Nation as well? So this is sort of a coal versus candy section. Right. Who's getting coal? Who's getting candy? Uh, so why don't you start with a naughty? Uh-oh, naughty, naughty. Um, I'll start with Nick Claxton's on my naughty list because he was, he was bad and kissing people and getting mono. Um, which is <laughs> so. <laughs> this is coming from like a an old school uh, puritanical, and I believe he was dancing to music <laughs> or playing it, right? And wearing wearing stuff. calf high, not knee high socks. <laughs> yes, he, he was. Yes, and also I just want to point out, folks, get ready for. You know, if Nick Claxton gets COVID, that is going to, like, they should just hook up, hook him up to the ventilator right there. Like, here you go, buddy. Yeah, no, they just, they need to start just pumping protein into that dude the second that happens, because <laughs> yeah. he's going to lose some weight. Okay, <laughs> I had, I had Claxton as a mixed bag. Okay, okay. Uh, naughty, because he's, he is having a tough time staying on the court. <laughs> and for me, that's coal worthy. Yes. Uh, but candy worthy are his flashes of huge upside. Uh, uh-huh. Both, uh, you know, his his iconic dunk on LeBron. He also had um, five games. I mean, sorry, five blocks. Yes. Career high. A career high. I mean, defensively, his upside is is uh, genuinely like all defensive player, I think. All defense team. And offensively i do think there's there's a lot more that can be unlocked even though they they do try to rein it in and basically have him exclusively as a a rim runner um i'd say a naughty i mean i i don't want to rag i want more candy for claxton than naughty than cole but i'll give you another cole for him um 
his screen setting is some of the most pathetic screen setting I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's really really bad. It's so it's so he, he's just I don't know how you don't know what a screen is, but it's clear he doesn't really know what a screen is. Do you think that he just really doesn't want to get run into? I do. I think it's yeah. it's a fear of of getting hit. Yeah, and you I, know, I, 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 you know, he's got a bang down low enough. I'm sure he wants to spare his body, but <laughs> my God, and you know, the banging takes an immediate toll. Oh yeah, big time. Anyway, I, I'm gonna say he gets more candy than coal, but I have sure. said more coal than than candy for that guy. Um, what's a what's another naughty for you? Uh, another naughty is Javon Carter for making me look like an idiot. Uh, for making him my most improved player who may be out of the league next year. That's how good his improvement has been. <laughs> um, and I just feel like he's he's also naughty because that's the kind of player – it's so funny to just catch – describe someone as naughty if you're not really thinking <laughs> about it. Okay, and then another naughty is he <laughs> – but he – like that's the kind of player – like if you think about – I don't know, like – peak career Danny Green, right? Not Lakers Danny Green or Sixers Danny Green or like it's been a while since Danny Green has been this guy. But like peak Danny Green, like that's like a like helps you win games like guru. Never gonna be like a huge stat stuffer, but like great plus minus, great advanced stats or whatever. Like if you play defense and you can shoot the three pretty well, like hello, you're just gonna be like a godsend to any team. Um, and that's what Javon Carter could be, but he can't shoot threes. And I'm not entirely convinced he's like great at D. I think he's good at D, but he's, it's kind of, I don't know, a little yeah. bit more flash than substance. Yeah. It's, it's very, very, uh, energy. F- yes. First, not necessarily like he doesn't have the, the tool set to really necessarily be the, a great like wing defender. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But a, a pretty good on-ball guard defender. Um, I'm going to say someone who's been being a little bit naughty, Simon. Uh-oh. Steve Nash with his minutes. <laughs> oh, with his he rotation. I'm naughty. That's a great one. He, he's been real naughty in how much he's playing Kevin Durant. <laughs> now, if I'm playing 2K, which is a game I've never played, but were I playing yeah. 2K, yeah. I might air on the side of Steve Nash naughtiness, right? And just <laughs> sure. just run Katie into the ground. Right. But uh in real life, I think it could come back to bite it's, us. It's really dangerous. It, it's also I don't know if you saw, but uh James Harden got a, a, a trip back after two weeks of not playing <laughs> got a thirty nine minuter. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Steve Nash been a little bit naughty with him. He's being naughty. That is a great call. <laughs> Any other naughtiness that you've seen? Um, and you're right. It's such an infantilizing term. <laughs> but if you if you start using it as part of this segment as just like the marker for like bad or whatever, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> naughty two is <laughs> this guy. It's just very funny. Okay. My last naughty is, of course, the the probably the naughtiest net we've ever had, Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, who is so naughty that he has made a multi-billionaire who is who you know knows how to navigate the Chinese government and it's like developing plenty of very naughty technologies himself. Um, um. Into a groveling, you know, just completely bend him to his will in Joe's side, that is. Right. Uh, so Kev- so Kyrie Irving, the ultimate naughty for me. Yeah. And my naughty list, I have Kyrie. And then for most of these, I have some notes next to it. For Kyrie, my one note is obviously. <laughs> yes, he is a legendarily naughty man. I'd say my final naughtiness would go to <laughs> maybe I guess you'd have to give it to Sean Marks and his roster construction. We might have a few too many completely washed players on this team. Um, Blake Griffin and Paul Millsap, but between them have over over ten All Star appearances for sure. Yeah. Um, 
but those are in the distant past. And <laughs> both of those guys, while fun names, are really quite bad at basketball at this point. As um uh God, who Tim Bontemps often says yeah, uh, there's a reason these are minimum players. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's give some candy out. Who's been Who's been nice this year? Oh, I'd say Jimmy. Um, a chief nice. Um, one of the biggest nice uh, is Cam Thomas, because not just because he's been a pleasant surprise, right? He's 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 been helpful. Um, I think maybe earlier than we thought, especially early in the season. Um, but also just the way he plays is not as naughty as I think we might have feared. He certainly loves to get a shot up, no doubt about it, and he makes some bonehead um, kind of selfish plays. But he also – he passes. He's had some great like uh, plays on the break where he's he's actually like, found the lead man instead of just taking it to the hole. Um, he seems to at least eye test-wise try on defense. I don't know what a person who is better at – analyzing a person's defense would say about that but but i test wise to me he seems like he tries he's he's been you know he's a pleasant he's like not uh uh you know a head case it doesn't seem like or at least as much of one as we might have feared fair i think i think that's right he i we, we thought he was just a chucker but yeah. there have so that that does though because you're looking through the lens of like, oh, he's going to shoot, he's going to shoot. Anytime he passes, yeah. I feel like it's amplified a bit in your mind. You're like, whoa, this guy's this guy's got it all. Absolutely. Um, I guess a, a nice for me would be DeAndre Brimbry. Oh, great! That's a good nice. Yeah, I mean he's he's kind of the new Bruce Brown. Uh, yeah. A little bigger, a little rangier. Um, has had some great games defensively. Looks great offensively. Knows his role, um, mm-hmm. and that's you know that we're getting real substantive minutes from that guy who could very easily be an end of the bench like thirteenth, fourteenth guy. Um, is nice. Yes. Um, also, he has so far been shooting threes at like forty percent. Yeah, I um, don't expect which is that unsustainable, to, but yeah. still. But we're I mean, we're starting to like he's going to be a good barring something very unforeseen. By midway through the season, he will have a good three point percentage. So that's something. Um, and my final nice Simon. Mm-hmm. Having sworn off Black Iron Burger. Yes. That is the nice thing for me. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, 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 and you know that we're back into Charlene's. That we're you know maybe going to try out Tiny's Cantina. Uh, Black Iron Burger has been going down. I mean, I, I, hard to say it was ever great. Yeah, correct. But the food was okay, and the service didn't give you a minor panic attack. Um, <laughs> it has devolved into. Even worse food than before, and bartenders who make you extremely nervous for them. Yes, that that is completely right. So anyway, our the point is, folks, we were big into Black Iron Burger. Where we're off that tip. Yes, for pregame um, activities. For pregame activities. Right. Absolutely. Um. So my final nices are. Um, Patty Mills, of course, mm-hmm. a wonderful surprise. And I think somebody that we've probably said this before, I don't think this is particularly uh, original insight, but we'll just say I would keep an eye on um, Patty Mills's emergence as we get to the trade deadline and we look at players like a Joe Harris. Yes. Uh, because I think that he he is filling a lot of ticking a lot of the boxes that you would want from a Joe Harris. And, and he is so much more proven in the playoffs. Right. Than Joe Harris. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I do think that that that's just something to kind of, kind of keep your eye on there. Um, and then my final, final nice William is the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Durant. Um, just you know nice to have someone who is an mvp caliber player 
Uh, couldn't agree more. I know, you know, we we knocked him for trolling a teen, uh, <laughs> but right. his he's... his on court performance <laughs> yes. cannot be knocked. He's he's naughty on Twitter. He's nice on the court. Exactly. Which brings us to our New Year's resolutions. Yes. Um. All right, Simon. New Year's resolutions. These are Nets New Year's resolutions. I'll get this started, and okay. I'm going to call my first resolution, and I don't have a name for the other ones, but my first okay. New York res- my first Nets New Year's resolution <clears throat> is called the Workout Every Day Resolution because okay. it's never going to happen, right? Okay. Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. says, right, you know, new year, new me. I'm going to... I'm going to be fit this year. I'm going to do this thing every single day. Always, always uh, falls apart relatively quickly, usually by February. Um, My resolution that's going to fall apart almost immediately, I'm only going to discuss Kyrie's on-court performance for the second (laughs) half of this season. Okay. No, you're not, not going to deal with the drama. I'm not going to do. I'm I'm dropping the drama, Simon. No more. Hey, he holds a press conference where he says, you know, Jared Allen should be traded. I'm not going to bat an eye. <laughs> uh, that that will go unremarked upon by me. I will exclusively judge the two games in the next fifteen where he may potentially be playing. <laughs> I think I think the soonest we could even re- <laughs> even remotely realistically see him, William, January fifteenth. January one five, and if we do, on the very off chance that we do, I'll discuss it. Right, but before Absolutely. before that and after that, not a peep from me, son. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. We're, we've got a news blackout on on the Kyrie uh, right. drama train. On uh, the constant news generator, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, great. Um, my first resolution is to try not to live and die with each game. Um, I would say that this year, maybe more than any other Nets year, Every loss has been incredibly bitter, uh, except the magic one where a team of Patty Mills and Blake Griffin and players I had never heard of didn't manage to beat the magic. I, I didn't particularly care about that game, I will admit. But short of that, every time we lose to like a good team, it's like, oh, God, we can't beat any good team. We're, ne- we're not like an elite team. We stink. You know, can we? get Kyrie Irving a fake Vax card. Like, what do we need to do here? Um, and when we lose to, like, a bad team, you know, it's even worse. It's like, oh, my God, we're falling apart. This team is, you know, major issues. We're all going to die. And I just need to, you know, try to remind myself it's an 82-game season. I don't know how many games we're actually going to play in this year. But um, but presumably <laughs> that's for a different podcast. Game. Yeah, that's for a different podcast. Exactly. Um uh, COVID's been very naughty this year. Yeah, um, for sure. They get the, COVID gets cold this year. Yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, you you do need to kind of keep your emotions in check for your. I relationship think that that's and... really really healthy advice. Uh, you you have been taking it way too personally, <laughs> and that was from the very jump. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So anyway. Well, that's great. That's that's you're showing a lot of growth here. Yeah. Well, I haven't actually done it. Yet. Right. 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 Good. That could be your workout every day resolution. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. I was going to say another resolution for me would be to resign myself to the fact that Joe Harris is not getting traded. Um, <laughs> okay. But I really like what you just said about Patty Mills and how his emergence as a I would say all around. M- you know, bigger offensive threat because he has some playmaking that I feel like Joe Harris doesn't have. Um, he's got a little more slash and he's more of a pest on defense. He's not as big as Joe Harris. That's that's for no. sure. But otherwise, I, I could see I could see the Nets being comfortable moving off Joe Harris for something maybe of more immediate need, maybe like a big to um, 
supplement the uh, Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap sized hole we have yeah. in our bigs rotation. What do you, what do you think about this, William? Just very quickly. Sorry. Um, uh, what do you think about, do you think that the Cavs would trade us back? Jared Allen? <laughs> <laughs> it's no 0% chance, but even though they have another big, they have the rookie of the year, big. Uh, they ha- Yeah. And the, I think had the whole idea of those two was that it could be a problem uh, playing them side by side. Mm-hmm. And I think what they've discovered is instead of a problem, it's the best uh, rim protecting defense in the NBA. Oh. So I don't know why <laughs> they would want to break that up for a sharpshooter who turns into nothing in the playoffs. Um, I hear they want Joe Harris. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, I would, but I mean, I would imagine that, mean? that. Yeah, I don't. I the only person I know. Oh no, that's not true. Okay, so Joe Harris, realistic targets. I think the three people on the Cavs that they're that they're talking about potentially moving would be Ricky Rubio, mm. Kevin Love, uh-huh. or um, Colin Sexton. Oh goody! So. <laughs> Colin Sexton, I don't see us going for. No. Although I like him, and I do think he's a bit underrated. I would like him on a team that was not trying to win a championship. Yeah, agreed. I would like him on like an older Nets team, like take a flyer on a fallen angel. Yeah. Well, also, we're not trading Joe Harris for a unproven, you know, young player who's out for the entire season. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's on the shelf this season. So it'd be so realistically, it'd be a, a love or Rubio package. Do either of those uh, titillate? For love. Joe Harris, no. Love, much more expensive. Yes. No, it, no. He can gobble up some boards. Yeah, but no. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Then we can move on from our hypothetical. Yeah, I'm Mets, sorry to bring Mets, Cavs. No, that's all good. What's your, uh, what's another resolution for you? Oh, for me, uh, it's a it's a Kyrie one. It's just to kind of, it is kind of similar to yours to just focus on basketball, but it's just like a bit of trying to just know that Kyrie will be frustrating is frustrating. Um, but to be happy, try to be happy if and when he actually plays. Just block out the fact that he's bent this team to its his will and is the epitome of everything you hate in a professional colleague or in your personal life, someone that you (laughs) just know gets everything they want. Um, And just relax and enjoy. Right. Enjoy the Kyrie experience, which is a terrible experience. (laughs) That's just what we have to do in life, you know, and relax and enjoy the decline of an empire. Uh, (laughs) It's a a hell of a wild ride. My final one, Simon, I want – to find more consumerism corner oh yeah so i need to seek out more sources of info on what's happening off court with these players uh i don't know if you have any ideas for like so my rss feed is just coming from like the basketball play you know your nets daily your your brian brian lewis um i need is there like I don't not TMZ. I don't really want to know about their social life, but is there like a, you know, like a Gothamist uh, thing that covers pro athletes or something? Like, is there, is there something that's going to talk about what these guys are investing in or or what sort of real estate they're buying in some outlet that I'm not looking right now? Um, I, you know, this will shock you. I don't really know. Um, but well, it's my resolution. So it's on me to try to figure this out or listeners. If you know, if you're getting, if you're like, are you kidding me? I know every single, uh, you know, apartment, any of these guys has bought for the last years. Cause I follow, right. um, compasses internal blog or something like that. Tip me off right. to it. Cause I would love to be talking consumerism corner more often on this show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you have a final resolution or are you out? Uh, I think that's it for me. Okay. That's a lot of re- resolutioning that we've done. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I think we've got some good ones. It's going to make both our 
Nets fandom and our general psychological welfare much, much better this year. Yes. Um, all right. So we've got some upcoming games and then I've got to get off because these spots are already going and it's nine minutes before people should be parking there. But they're already parking there and it's driving me crazy. We've got upcoming games <laughs> this week. It's a soft week, <laughs> light, light week in the schedule. We've got Clippers today, Sixers Thursday, and then Clippers again next Saturday. Uh, that's three easy wins, right? I hope so. I hope so. Um, the Sixers, even though we've beaten them twice this year, I always fear the Sixers. Yes. I, I fear Embiid. I, I, you know, they, they do have the makings of a, you know, at least better than they've played. Like, I feel like even without Simmons, they should be better than, like, 500. But, I completely agree. Um, um, apparently, though, over the last three years, they've been 500 when Ben Simmons hasn't played. Hmm. So, wow. I know there's a lot of Ben Simmons shade out there. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. he is, is a fantastic player. I've always always said that. Um, I think we're getting some of our guys back, if not today, then by the time we play the Sixers next Thursday. Hmm. Right? We'll get KD back by then. Uh, by Tuesday, we should. By Thursday, by Thursday. By Thursday, yeah, we should by Thursday. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see some more Nets so we have more to talk about than the fact that Langston Galloway got a few minutes in a game. Um, but, Simon, it has been a true pleasure podcasting with you on bed. Yes, uh, especially when I got the pillow going. Uh, the pillow... <laughs> Yeah, that shoulder was killing you there for a while. And honestly, the whole middle portion of the show suffered for it. But uh, oh my but we, God. we had a big bounce back from you. I'm, I'm, it's like I'm laying on a cloud. Yeah, no, you've shown some real resilience this podcast, Simon. So we, we thank you and Nets Nation for, for making it through today. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, get that cup of joe in about four hours or so. Yes, exactly. And I think we will go ahead and see ya next time. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. Columns, there was this letter I read. If you like Pina Colada.